Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, true believers of all ages, welcome back to the comic book broadcast, your home for all things inside the realm of nerdum. I am your host, Admin Nemesis, and tonight our weaponers of Quad round out with Bullseye, Doctor Doom, Sinestro, and Black Manta. Brawlers, it is draft day again. Today we will be drafting the most iconic weapons of nerdum. The draft will go five rounds, snaking around at the end of each pick. Arm yourselves, brawlers. It's time for episode 34. By the power of Skull, I have the power! My fellow villains, welcome back. And welcome to Miller's Planet. It's a, it's a little wet here, but I'm assuming Sinestro likes the change from Boiling Rock from last week. Guys, how are we feeling tonight? Sorry, I was finalizing I was finalizing my list, all right? And I was trying to come up with a cool <laughs> weapon sound to say. I could just go Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats, Ho. Don't call Doom by his first name. <laughs> <laughs> the Ho sounded like a question, though. I'm here for that back-to-back win. Let's go. I'm here for my first win. I'm here for my first win since the since the very first draft. I'm waiting for my next win. I'm here, so none of you will be winning. Well, it's nice to just have all five of us here. Yeah. But brawlers, in case you missed it, yeah. here are this week's headlines. The Game of Thrones spinoff series, The Hedge Knight, gets a release window. A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight, will now premiere in late 2025. It's the dawn of the DCU as Superman Legacy starts filming next week, according to Warner Brothers and James Gunn. Former Deathstroke star Joe Manganiello also says that Gunn has told him to let go of a Deathstroke origin movie. In Marvel movie news... Mark Ruffalo says that a new Solo Hulk movie is just too expensive to make. I call BS on that one. They made an entire She-Hulk series. Thunderbolts news. We have new plot details reportedly emerging. A source who has read a previous draft of the Marvel upcoming movie says the movie centers on villains and antiheroes going on a mission that was supposed to end with their deaths. Agatha Darkhold Diaries has reportedly finished its reshoots in just one day. And Coleman Domingo, you may know him as Tyrese from The Walking Dead, has talked about the Kang the Conqueror rumors. He said he would welcome a conversation to join the MCU in the role. And David Tennant is eager to reprise his Kilgrave role in the MCU. He's been talking about it recently. I would love to see him return. Amazon Prime Video has announced that the first three episodes of the fourth season of The Boys will release on June 13th, 2024. And finally, the Crow reboot lands a mid-2024 release date. It's going to be June 7th, 2024. That about wraps it up for the news this week. Keep your eyes glued to Comic Book Brawl for more updates. Okay, Brawlers, it is time for this week's Brawl of the Week. And this week, we are matching up two anti-heroes against each other. In one corner, we have the Punisher. And in the other corner, we have the Comedian. 
Brawlers, this fight takes place in an abandoned police station that still has its power, and all other standard page stipulations apply. Guys, this seems like a pretty even matchup on paper. So what do you, what do you think is going to happen here? Manta, let's start with you. Oh, no pressure. Uh, this is a pretty even matchup. Uh, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, I have no shame. I think Frank Castle wins. I think it is a bloody battle. I think uh, he doesn't come out with all his extremities attached, but I do think he comes out with the win. Uh, I think uh, I think he's a better weapons expert, but the reason why I'm giving him the win is I actually trust him closer in hand-to-hand combat. I think that uh, his greediness, his dirtiness, uh, and his willingness to uh, win at any cost will help him get through. The comedian, while a worthy adversary, uh, from his limited, well, and to be fair, I got more shows of Frank than of the comedian. But what the comedian has shown me, uh, he is he is he he is willing to do whatever it takes and everything. But I think it takes him a bit more, a uh, longer to get serious. If that makes sense. Yeah, I can see him screwing around a little bit at first, talking some shit, not really taking it as serious as he should. Much like he was doing in the uh, the movie version during the uh, protests. Yeah, the, yeah, and then there's, going back to like the whole like, like even during like the war, he wasn't like he was dirty, but he still wasn't. He he was like Frank's gonna go hundred percent go from the rip. Little room for small talk, right? The, the comedians might try to talk a little bit. And I think that's what's gonna do him in. Well, this actually, I find this to be a very easy win for Frank Castle, uh, only because I am a bona fide hater of the watchman i hate him i you give me <laughs> wow if you give me if you give me dr manhattan versus howard the duck i'm picking howard the duck all right i can't i cannot stand the watchman i don't like any of them and even though i am a hater i will say that punisher has one of my favorite comic feats and that's whenever he jumps off of he jumps off of the skyscraper turns around mid-air and shoots both of spidey's web shooters off of his wrists the amount of accuracy that has to take, I don't think, I don't think comedian has that type of accuracy. I think, I think Punisher goes and shoots him twice in the face and just leaves. I think it's that easy. I'm the exact opposite of Bullseye. I love The Watchmen, and I actually much prefer the comedian as a character over the Punisher. But I gotta go Punisher on this. I feel like he's. We've. I mean, we've just seen so much more of what he's capable of and from what we've seen i think he's i don't i don't think there's really anything that we've seen from the comedian that frank himself can't do and arguably better i mean yeah comedian's got skill he's got the he's got the tenacity he's got he's got what it takes to 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 match up to frank or to give him a good fight at least but in the end, I, I don't see him taking the win on this one. I think Frank's just got, I think he's just got more, a little bit more of everything. And that includes everything the comedian's also got. So I, I just don't see anything that the comedian really has that can, uh, that can really push the win in his favor. So going with Punisher on this one. 
sense of inadequacy. I keep banking fights, and everyone keeps picking one side each time. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not doing a good enough job over here. Uh, Punisher versus the comedian. It's tough because they're they're not identical, but they're close to it. The uh, Watchmen, the, the, what's called when Watchmen was made, they couldn't use the actual characters from uh, early DC, whatever Char- the Charlton and Carol, the Charlton. Bleh. All right, screw it. I can't speak. Those characters and uh, the comedian was based off of uh, an early incarnation of Peacemaker. So the question is almost an older Peacemaker versus Punisher. And Peacemaker was never really super popular. I mean, the Suicide Squad and the subsequent TV show kind of helped to beef him up a little bit, bumped him up in uh, appearances in the comics as of the last few years. But I don't know. The comedian, I think if it got into a straight fist fight, I think the comedian can take more hits and dish him out better. I think the fact that he was the only person who could hang with Ozymandias when later on Rorschach and Night Owl both got their asses handed to them handily by Ozzy. So I think if uh, if comedian can close in the gap and get hands on with the Punisher, I think the Punisher would be overwhelmed. Not going down easy, but I think he'd be taken out. But I don't see the comedian getting that close. And if he gets just close enough where he's about to get hands on him, you're probably going to see the Punisher whip out one of like 30 daggers that he has on him. So, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to side with everybody else here and go with the Punisher taking out the comedian in a long, drawn-out battle that does not actually get to -to hand-to-hand. Yeah, it's funny you bring up the... uh... Ozzy and Comedian fight because that's how I see this fight going with the Punisher playing Ozzy. I just think Frank has far better skills hand-to-hand. I think he's going to be far more prepared for this fight. I mean, some of his usuals include Daredevil, The Hand, Spider-Man, where the Comedian's been taking out people for the CIA. He's killed Kennedy, you know. So, I think Frank is just, he's going to be more of an overwhelming force than the comedians used to, just because he, this is somebody that Frank should wipe the floor with. He's used to far stronger, faster, tougher opponents than the comedian. And he's done, you know, okay most of the time. Sometimes he's gotten his head handed to him. Captain America, I mean... I guess he didn't really fight back against Captain Civil enough, War. Bro. Yeah, but he, he, I mean, he took an absolute beating and was still, uh, still breathing, still fair. standing, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's what Captain America was holding him against the wall with his shield. <laughs> yep. He was still conscious enough to say, you know, not against you. He knew what he was doing, you know. So he, Frank can take a beating. <laughs> I just... <laughs> he was still conscious. <laughs> yeah, he was still conscious, you know. He took a good, he took a good beating there. So I I just I just don't see any way the comedian wins this fight. Um, so I'm going uh, just like everybody else. I think Frank puts him down, and I again I love the Watchmen, but I just don't see any way the comedian is able to beat Frank. Frank will be too just too well prepared. So brawlers five and five to zero. <laughs> yeah, that's five zero brawlers. Uh, there you have it. It's a 5-0 vote in favor of the Punisher. So, Brawlers, you know what to do. Head on over to the Brawlcast and Comic Book Brawl pages. 
find the brawl of the week. Vote on it. Let us know. Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? I am pretty sure we got it right. Yeah, if anyone posts something that convinces me to uh, change my vote, I'll come on the next podcast and say who they are and that they changed my mind. So that's a challenge to the brawlers out there. Ooh, that's a good challenge. I like that. Yeah, because it gets uh, Black Manta back into the chat. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it, brawlers. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. And Manta's going to give you a shout-out next week. Oh. All right, brawlers. It is our favorite day once again. Draft day. Draft day. <laughs> Today, we are drafting iconic weapons from all across nerdums. This draft will work like all the others. It's going to go five rounds with the picks snaking at the end. The order will be as follows. Doctor Doom, Bullseye, Sinestro, Nemesis, myself, and Black Manta. So, let's stop all the waiting. And let's put Doctor Doom on the clock with the first overall pick in the Iconic Weapons draft. Doom, there is no pressure on you. Don't mess up. Oh, I'm feeling absolutely no pressure because I already know that I got the only thing that logically should be the first round draft pick. Oh, confidence, Doom. I'm sorry. Hate to do it to you. You guys can resign. You can you can close out the chat right now. I know I'm I'm about to ruin everybody's night with this one. The Green Lantern Power Ring has to be the greatest, most, just best weapon that there has ever been. The power of your imagination, just literally on your finger at any point in time, if your willpower is high enough, you can make whatever you can conceive. No no better weapon. Sorry, hands down. All right. The green lantern ring is off the board at one. I think Sinestro might uh, might not like that a little bit. He was always a big fan of his green ring. Not so upset. <laughs> proud. So so very proud. Oh, thank you. I did it for you. None of you. None of oh. you that the lantern ring was the first weapon picked in the iconic weapon draft. You all can <laughs> suck it. I'm the one picked it. All right, Bullseye, we're on to you with the number two pick. Man, I'm actually stoked that Green Lantern ring went first. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you guys, I knew it was going to go somewhere, so I didn't put it on my list because I'm not, I'm not a Lantern fan. I'm just not. So, And in all fairness, when I think of iconic weapons, though, like iconic weapons, nerdum, everybody, everybody, and don't get me wrong, we'd all kill ourselves. Everybody wants a lightsaber. I'm going lightsaber. I Ooh. honestly thought lightsaber was gonna be number one. It was. It's my Dang it! First, oh lightsabers! <laughs> every kid has. Any kid has ever acted like they had a lightsaber. Every single kid has. Me and my brother, we used to go into mm -hmm. the like go into the alleys, and we would go and find like fluorescent bulbs and like fight each other with these long old fl fluorescent bulbs. And as an adult now, I think that's fucking crazy. But as a kid, it was dope. It was lightsaber. Awesome. <laughs> No, uh, I think you're, you're right about that. I don't think I ever picked up a stick or something without making some lightsaber noises in a sword fight. Got to. 
we made lightsabers in Iraq with glowing tape and took <laughs> pictures of us having a lightsaber <laughs> battle. That's fantastic. That's funny. All right, lightsaber is off the board at number two. Sinestro, we're on to you. Well, I got a few weapons that I really wanted to pick as the number one. And two of them got taken, so I'm okay with that. I did kind of expected it. I don't think I can call myself a fan of this character if I don't take this weapon. He's my favorite comic book character of all time, bar none. I got to go with Captain America's shield. Oh, yep, yep. That's two. There's a lot of weapons. The, The Avengers have a lot of weapons in their arsenal. But there is no weapon more iconic to the Avengers, practically to Marvel in general, than Captain America's shield. So yeah, as as hard as a choice as this was, it actually wasn't that hard for me. So I hope the weapons I'm not choosing first are still around in a few more picks, but we're going to see what happens. My first round, though, Cap's shield. Yeah, when it, uh, when it was still on the board, coming to you, I'm not surprised. That's where you went. You do own one. That's mm-hmm. very nice. I legit have a one-to-one replica metal shield, and I am proud of it. All right. Cap shield is off the board. Coming to me with the fourth pick. And wow, I didn't think this was going to be here. I really didn't. Um, I can see why the others went off the board. But when you're talking about nerdum and you're talking about iconic weapons... You're not talking about the most powerful. You're not talking about something that can destroy a planet. You're talking about something that is iconic. It stands out. And the Batarang might be the most iconic comic book weapon ever. Nice pick. Nice pick. That was on my list. Nice pick. My list list too. Again, when, when I was a kid and would pick up something to throw, it was a Batarang. You know? Like, that that... That's what it was. I had I had a toy utility belt as a kid with batarangs. Like, I mean, the batarang has been around since you know if forever. It might be the original comic weapon that stands out. But well, that, if we don't count Superman's fists, then yeah, pretty yeah. much. So you know, I'm taking that batarang at uh, pick number four. The trap is wild. All right, so <laughs> I, I'm up next. I'm up next. Manta's up next. We're on to Manta. I'm feeling I'm feeling good right now because one of my top picks is still available. Uh, my first pick at number five is the One Ring from Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. When oh, we talk about nice. iconic, you know good when you weapon. see that little golden, you know you see that little ring, you know exactly what it is and what it did uh, for nerdum. For those movies, books, everything. It's iconic is the name of the game. And it's not the most powerful weapon in any universe. It's pretty powerful, though. But it's just it's simple, clean, easily recognizable by anyone who traverses this nerd on space. Truth. Yeah, that was on my list. And now for my second pick, wrapping right back around, I am choosing... Probably, I would argue, the most iconic sword ever in any nerdum. Ah, uh, when yeah. you see this sword, you know what it is. Now, I might surprise y'all. It might not be what you think it is. But I am going to go with Cloud's Buster Sword oh. as uh, 
Kyle's Buster store. It's the I know what other sword y'all might be thinking about, and that's on my list. But I think Kyle's Buster sword is the most recognizable sword uh, to uh, come out of uh, bladed weapons, so to speak. Swords, anyway. That's a good pick. I had. I had. I was hoping I was going to get it on the way back, dude. Yeah, it's a good one. Ooh. I had it on my list as well. It is a good pick. It's a good pick. I would argue, though, not the most iconic sword. Because that is where I'm going next. This sword you. is across I knew it wasn't. every medium you can think of. Is it in yep. fictional fantasy? Absolutely. Is it in Marvel? Yep. Is it in DC? Yep. Is it in movies? Yep. And one man holds it and he pulls it from a stone. It's King Arthur's sword, Excalibur. Man, I was hoping I could sneak that one too. I, I get what you're saying, but I guarantee if you put a picture of Excalibur up next, because Excalibur has so many renditions, right? Right. So yeah. many different versions of it, but there's only one Buster sword, and that's why I think it's more iconic. If you put, I think if you put the name Excalibur on the picture, it's gonna, it would surprise you. Just but I'm just not two saying, pictures. Like I, I would, you, I would, I recognize the Buster sword before Excalibur without uh, any pictures. And that's Good why wording. I went with the Buster sword because just looking at it, you know exactly what it is with no words required. But I want, I want the sword that you pulled from the stone. I mean, like I said, it's across every every medium and nerdum you can think of. You'll find Excalibur. Well, that's that's a, that's a good argument for Excalibur, actually. Yeah. Excalibur from Soul Eater is hands down the best rendition. No, no, he is not. That little <laughs> thing is fucking annoying. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> but clearly, Excalibur from the Disney movie Sword, Sword of the Stone. Stone. Absolutely, that's your, that, that, that's your that's your Excalibur. That's what I was thinking of, obviously, when I thought Excalibur. <laughs> But there it is. Excalibur's Listen, off the board. What do you got, Sonos? Right. I'll tell you this right now, flat out. Manta, when you started saying your pick, I got upset. Then you named your pick, and I got relieved. Then Nemesis started talking <laughs> about his sword. And I got scared again. But then he said Excalibur, and I'll tell you this. I was relieved. Oh, I know where Both going. of you are wrong on the most iconic sword in fiction. Yes, I will give Excalibur its credit. It crosses way more media than any other sword that I could think of. Mm -hmm. But this sword is truly the master of all swords. I'm Yo. going with the master sword from The Legend of Zelda. A sword also pulled from the stone, mind you. But yes, the bane of all evil Link's Master Sword. <laughs> I'm so happy that made it back tonight. Uh, I am happy you picked it up. I I hate Zelda, so I wasn't gonna pick it up. So you are hating on everything tonight. I, 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 wasn't... I do. <laughs> He's been drinking Haterade. Everything he hates everything. Listen, I am very aware that most of this group, not all, but most of this group is not pro Nintendo all that much. So <clears throat> I wasn't too. I said most. I did say most. I like. Most of the guys I like here trash. I like Fire Emblem. That's my answer to that. That's only on Nintendo. So, <laughs> so I wasn't concerned about as much as that half of the draft picking the Master Sword, Manta. 
So I had to make sure I got it. So I didn't think it was coming back around again for me. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, the Master Sword's off the board. We're over to you, Bullseye, for your second pick. Well, I'm pretty ecstatic that I get to get this. I thought it was going to go away sooner, obviously. Um, if you've been paying attention to the podcast or just to the page in general, mm-hmm. I have stated multiple times that Thor is my favorite character, my favorite comic character. I wrote it down for you. Thank, <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher it. I could never say this word ever. I have no idea why there's a J in it. But my, Stormbreaker, okay. go ahead and say it. <laughs> hey, I, I would do that just to spite Doom because Doom loves Beta Ray Bill. I would, I would do that just to spite him. But yeah, <laughs> but yes, my, I'm gonna take Mil- Milner, Milner, that Mew one. Mew Mew. Mew. I can't say. Pronounce it. Mjolnir. like the J is a Y. There you go. J is a Y, and you got it just fine. That, that makes no sense. That makes that puts all my schooling in the trash. Okay, that makes no sense to me. Have you ever seen Anchorman? It's a soft J, like yogging. Yogging. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, if uh, Manta had taken Excalibur like I thought he was, Mjolnir was going to be my next pick. See, that was perfect pronunciation. You guys are better than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, Mjolnir off the board. We're coming back to Doom for the snake pick, ending round two, beginning round three. I'm going to do some thinking here because uh, pretty much every single thing that, in fact, literally every single thing that's been picked so far has been on my list. So my list, <laughs> my list is mostly down to oh, that is stuff that I didn't have in a particular order. Hilarious. You know? I'm sorry. I should be oh, no, laughing. it's all good. We're all on the same page. No, no, you should be laughing. It's very funny. And, and adding a way shit. to prepare with five people. Five people, you need at least 25 weapons on your list or else you're not prepared enough. Oh, I've got 30. Ish. 30. You should, what the hell are you complaining about? I'm not complaining. I just said that everything had been picked. <laughs> not, I didn't say everything on my list had been picked. I said everything <laughs> that had been picked was on my list. I still have plenty more. I'm just pretty much everything that was picked were a lot of my top picks. So I'm kind of sifting through seeing which is which I like better than others. But I think for my next pick, I got to go with the weapon that, hmm, let's see. I'm going to go with the weapon that sparked. The arguably one of the most iconic storylines in comic book history. I'm going to go with the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, it's arguably one of the most iconic anything in comics. When, When people think of comics, so often do we get... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's iconic. I mean, like I said, it's, it's had so many, how many storylines based around it? How often does it come back up as a major deal? I mean, when you talk about Thanos, everybody and their mom and their mom's dog is going to bring up the Infinity Gauntlet. It's just, it's always a constant topic of conversation for decades throughout comic books. I definitely think it 
deserves to be in the conversation of most iconic weapons. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, you got a whole book based on it. You have uh, a $2 billion movie. Well, it's probably like a 3.5 or higher. Two movies based on it. That's uh, You're looking at 4.5 between the two of them. Yeah, something in that area. They were very, very successful, you know? Very successful, as I remember. All right, Doom, what do you got for your snake? All right, for the snake. <clears throat> oh, man. This is already my fourth pick. Or no, this is my third pick, my bad. Um, okay. So, for my next pick, I'm going with one that I think definitely goes down in the Hall of Fame of sci-fi is yeah it's, it would be sci-fi uh weaponry um one of the it's it's the weapon used by the team in arguably one of the best classic movies in my heart i'm going with the proton pack from ghostbusters ooh oh, that's a good pick i had that yeah. I was considering hey, that for my next pick. You know what? Too. That was good. Bravo. Bravo. That is a good that pick. That was good. That was a good pick. Thank you. Thank you. I was, I, I was, legit, I was legit considering that for my next round. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, I, I can't tell you how many times I used to watch Ghostbusters growing up and, and, and the cartoon as well. Did you guys ever watch the Ghostbusters cartoon? Of uh, regular and extreme. Yes. Of course. <laughs> yeah man i used to it's it's so weird i uh i always tell people that like sometimes when i'm bored at night i'll just randomly put on like youtube videos of like paranormal stuff like ghost sightings or just all kinds of like paranormal videos and whatnot and people are like oh man you're crazy and i honestly think that it comes from the fact I've never had a, a fear of the paranormal because growing up, I had a toy proton pack that I always played with. And I feel like I was never afraid of ghosts or anything paranormal because I was just like, I, I wish a ghost would pull up on me. What about proton pack right here? Do me afraid um, of no ghosts. Do me afraid of no ghosts. So yeah, definitely just because like I said, Personally, it was a Ghostbusters was a, a pretty big portion of my childhood. So, gotta go Proton Pack. All right, Proton Pack is off the board. We're moving on to Bullseye for his third pick. Um. Okay. For for my third one, I just want to have a little bit of fun. There's a couple I would actually probably put above this, and I kind of think one I can get next round. So I'm gonna go with arguably. The most, the most notable gun in video games. Yes. I'm taking the golden gun. Uh, Ooh. I, I honestly thought he was going to say the BFG. Nah, golden gun. BFG can't kill you in one hit. Golden gun kills yeah. you in one hit no matter what. No matter what. I, I'll take that gun every day I of the week. I agree. It was on my list. Yep. Most cheapest gun probably in all. Like, it shoots through body armor, dude. It's such a cheap weapon. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Golden Gun. Uh, bad thing is it only has one bullet, though. That's all you need. That's all you need. All right, Golden Gun's off the board. Sinestro, we're back to you. Well, 
You know how impressionable I can be. Bulls, I want to have some fun, so he picked a gun. Now I have to have some fun and pick a gun. My gun has more than one bullet, though. <laughs> and I'd like to think it's a little bit more versatile than the golden gun. I'm going with the gun from one of the greatest underrated comic book movies of all time. I'm going with Dread's Lawgiver. Ooh. Interesting. I love the Lawgiver. I think it's just an awesome weapon. It basically you can shoot anything you want at any given time. Plus, I already have a sword and a shield. I, I kind of feel like I'm I need a gun in my list too. So going with the Lawgiver. Interesting pick. Mm, I actually had not I thought of that. I know how much you love the movie too, so that's cool. You gotta get, you gotta go with what you love, you know. Mm-hmm. No lie. Well, that brings it back to me for my third pick here, and I'm gonna take another weapon that again has transcended multiple mediums. It's an extremely powerful weapon. I'm taking the Spear of Destiny. Interesting. The spear has been in again just about every kind of medium you can think of, from actual Catholicism to movies to comics. Um, I was always a big fan of it. It's supposed to give you ultimate power. It, it shows up in random movies. I think it was uh, one of the Exorcist movies, even, it turned up in. There's some de- demonic movie. Const- no, it was Constantine. Constantine, that's right. also. Yep. I mean, it, it's everywhere. I'm taking the Spirit of Destiny. Very nice. The first pick so far that wasn't actually on my list. So I I had to look it up because I actually didn't know what you're talking about. But I guess the I, I knew about the Lance of Longinus. That's well, it's the other yeah. name for it. Yep. So okay, that that makes a lot more sense. At first I was like, what the hell is he talking about? And then okay, it's that's a good pick. That's a good pick. The spear that pierced the side of Jesus Christ. Wow. Blasphemy. I mean, it did. That's, you know, it is. I'm going to get Mel Gibson after you. I'm going to get Mel Gibson after you. Mel Gibson's probably going to put it in a movie. (laughs) That'd be scary. Mm -hmm. Being in a dark alley and just look up and see Mel Gibson staring at you. He He just has a hatchet in his hand. (laughs) He's like, I'm here for you, sugar tits. Like, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, God. You're Mel. (laughs) As they said in South Park. Manta, we're, we're going to be on to you, though. In the third, start the fourth. All right. So this pick that I'm about to pick transcends all types of media. Um, it's in scripture. It's in books. It's in everything. But I'm going to take, in general, the Grim Reaper Scythe. Uh, when you see it, you recognize it. You know who it belongs to. You know its purpose. And it is, you know, it's portrayed, um, especially in books, as like one of the scariest, you know, weapons um, out there because of the power that it wields, which is that of over death. So, yes, that's my uh, third pick is the uh, Grim Reaper Scythe. That's a good pick. I like that. It's creative. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. That was a good one. Yeah. Also, two back-to-back picks. That was not on my list. Well, so, I, so so when I was thinking about this draft, I was thinking the word iconic just kept coming to me. So I wanted things that, you know, as soon as people saw it, they know what it is. It is like, dang, that is uh, knowing it without knowing the name of it. You know what I mean? Uh, just instant recognizable. Now, for my fourth pick to bring it back around, 
I think I'm going to have a little bit of fun, you know, being one of the few Nintendo yeah. heads here and everything. Uh, this weapon has ended more friendships than I can remember. Uh, <laughs> I am taking the blue shell from Mario Kart. I hate that thing so much. Ooh, um, that's a good I weapon. I swear to God, I thought... I swear to God, I thought I was gonna—I was saving that for the end. I was gonna be the only one with that weapon. Nice. Oh no! I'm so proud of you, man. No, yeah, that <laughs> weapon right there. I'm talking about friendship ender. It's so great. It's so great. Hey, first to six, just like that. There you go. Merry Christmas, I'm, dude. Manta, I am so freaking proud of you, man. Thank Damn. you, thank you. Damn, that's the first video game one that I haven't had on my list. No. Uh, so let's go, Nemesis. Yeah, we're coming back to me to. Get into the fourth round, and whew, this is um, this is a tough pick. A lot of those picks I said you've taken off the board, but huh, I'm going to go with maybe one of DC's most iconic, uh, yeah, iconic weapons. Cause she can use it as a weapon. She can use it to restrain you. She can use it to make you tell the truth. I'm going to take Wonder Woman's Lasso of Truth. It is probably I was on my list. It is probably her most iconic weapon. It's uh, you know right after the Batarang and the Green Lantern uh, ring. It is something easily recognizable. You show that glowing lasso. People know what that is now, especially now after uh, you know one really good movie and one movie that should be erased from history. Um, but we know what it is. What you know, uh, huh? What what movie? What movie? Eighty four, dude. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what movie? I don't know what you're talking about. There's only one Wonder Woman movie. There's only one. She's only appeared in that and the Justice Leagues. Um, but yeah, I'm going. BBS. I'm going the Lasso of Truth. A good one. Sinestro, we're on to you for your fourth pick. All right. I got very iconic weapons. They're. I can't imagine a single person on the planet at this point who isn't familiar with these. I consider it slightly controversial, but in my many, many, I don't know, minutes of research, I guess, every place I looked always mentioned these as weapons. I get, and I see the argument against them, but I think the argument for them is much more superior. So we're already going to see them later this year. I mean, you look at the Deadpool poster and you see that nice slash across it. With those three epic blades. I'm going with Wolverine's claws. Ooh, the Adamantine okay. claws. That was on my list as well, but I kinda had a a little bit of um of a tiff about that one because I wasn't sure if they were technically within the parameters of what we agreed on for this draft. Oh, I'm happy to hear organic. any opposing arguments for it. Because we did say no biological weapons. Now, yes, we did. Adamantium. Yeah, you did mention adamantium. But there's bone underneath that adamantium. They are part of his skeleton. They are biological. If you just want the adamantium. (laughs) My counter argument to that would be brass knuckles are weapons. And you have knuckles under those brass knuckles. Not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> How is it not the same thing? You even have the same words. 
I actually, so thinking about it, because of how they protrude from his um, hands, I would even consider the bone claws to be weapons, to be honest. If I'm being honest, like, that's the fact that they extend from their hands the way they do. I would think they're weapons. Yeah, no, I wasn't trying to argue against you. I was just saying why I hadn't put it higher on my list, because it was definitely on my list, still is on my list. Well, now I've taken it off my list because we picked it. But, yeah, I just wasn't sure <laughs> I wanted to... Uh, if I want hey, to, I was, that's that's what this draft is about, man. Interesting picks, contentions, people arguing. It's good times. We need more arguing. We aren't arguing draft enough. Day. Oh, don't worry. I have a pick that might cause an argument. Don't worry. Nobody's getting mad enough. I got this draft. All right, I'm excited for. All right, everybody, well. let's. Uh, what whatever Doom's pick is next, we veto that pick. Yes, <laughs> automatically. Not gonna lie, you might be. <laughs> Well, we'll get on our way there. We got Bullseye up next with his fourth pick. All right, with mine, uh, I kind of don't want to go another video game one, but only because it's not been taken yet. It really did change the series in its own way. I'm going to go with the Halo Energy Sword. Oh, okay. That was on my list. That was on my list. There's other ones... There's other ones on here, but I don't want to jump into different media. I mean, jump into the same medium that we've all already been in. So I'm okay with that because I love Halo. I love at least the first three. And honestly, on Legendary, when you see those invisible elites with with the energy sword, and all you see is the energy sword, and it just scares the crap out of you, and you know they're about to just come one hit you. Like, that that was like my teenage years, man. So I, I have to go with the energy sword. Yeah, it's a very iconic weapon. That's, uh... I think the only when you Halo see it, you list. know it. Yeah, it's only from Halo on my list, too. When you see it, you know it, mm-hmm. and it's, it's easily recognizable. I was actually... Question. Even I, I never played Halo, and the moment I see that, I know it's from Halo. I was actually pretty close to picking that when everybody was on their sword trend in the last round. I was like, oh, maybe I should do a sword, too. I could have waited... For my last pick, because I feel like I, it could have got, I could have came back to me, but I also know that my my very last pick is not going to be picked by anybody else, so I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. I still have like four or five bladed weapons on my list. All right, Doom, we're on to you. You're finishing the fourth and starting the fifth. All right, for my next pick, I am not only picking a weapon that I deem as fairly iconic. But this weapon also happens to be arguably one of the most iconic villains in fictional history. That's right, they're two in one. I'm going with Megatron. Yeah, you're right. Where I can see where some people might want to veto that. I was joking before, but yeah, sentient, that's, that's a veto. Yeah, that's but, uh, uh, that's a sentient being. That's an uh, alien. That's a, yeah. that's a person. That's that's a, that would be like saying Frank Castle is a weapon. Megatron carries a gun. He I, is a gun. He turns into yeah, a gun. <laughs> He also carries a gun. Your gun can't carry a gun. Why not? You put a gun on top of another gun, gun's carrying the gun. 
I don't know. I feel like I, as a sentient being, I got a veto. And that's like letting, that's like allowing venom. Yeah. yeah no, no biological. Nah. He's, well, you know what? He is biological we, to his world. He's biomechanical. To his you know, world. That's biological. Him. He has a conscious, he has thoughts, he has goals. Goal. Like, what are we? Yes. <laughs> no. This is bullshit. No, I know you had to see that coming. You know you were you know you're trying to pull a fast one. This was like when you tried to pick Vader as a sidekick. <laughs> yeah. Still not, I'm still not convinced he wasn't. Um But no, I mean I I I I knew there was a, a very strong chance that we'd get vetoed, but I was like, eh. It's not like he can shoot himself. When he turns into a gun, other people use him. Other people hold him. It's, it was a valiant effort, too, but you had to know this was coming. Yeah, probably. I mean, technically, Wolverine's claws are connected to his skeleton, which is part of his body, and his body is sentient. So... The claws are not alive. You no, if he would have said Wolf Weapon X... Which yes, weapon X is a weapon, but I still no, like no. And just like that, I caused controversy. Exactly what this episode was lacking. You're welcome. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. I do what I can to be right, my guy. All right. So for my real next pick, <laughs> um. I'm gonna go with uh, something that I'm honestly was I'm honestly really surprised hasn't been picked yet. Like honestly, really, really surprised hasn't been picked because this is from something that I have been open about not being a very big fan of this series at all. But I was expecting this weapon to be picked at least first two rounds. I don't know what you guys are doing, but I'm gonna have to go up and pick up the phaser. Ooh, Star, Star Trek, Trek Phaser. Ooh. Yes, sir. Okay. Eh, not on my list. I don't like Star Trek, so I hate Star Trek. But I know <laughs> the iconicness <laughs> of the weapon. Like literally, I I absolutely just I well I I guess I won't say I hate Star Trek, but I will. I've never gone out of my way to watch Star Trek. I've watched it if it's on TV and I come across it, but I've never been like, ooh, gotta go check out Star Trek, unless it was the movie, the the Chris Pine movies. Um, besides that, I've never had an interest in Star Trek whatsoever, but this was literally one of the probably first five weapons that came to mind when I thought of iconic fictional weapons. So on that basis alone, not even being a fan of the series and knowing it cultural impact and and iconicness i gotta i gotta swipe this one since nobody else was getting it i feel like it would be criminal to just leave it sitting on the table yeah that was a good pick i liked it but i'm also probably the only star trek fan yeah that's why i was kind of wondering when you were going to get around to it I was thinking about it, but I didn't think anyone else would really be that into Star Trek phasers as much as I enjoy Star Trek. Yeah, like I said, I've been trying to do a little mix here and there of uh, actual iconicness and stuff that I just really like. True, true. Now for my final pick. This one 
has to be this one comes from the heart this one is purely personal you all know where i'm going you all know i have to i have to if we're doing a list of weapons a draft of weapons I, i i got to and especially because we were talking about it before and we decided to go ahead and allow mechs correct Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah Smex, yes, I, a lot. I believe that was finalized as yes. Okay. Well, I if we're allowing mix in a weapons draft, I cannot, honestly, in good faith, allow myself to not round out my draft picks without drafting the mech to end all mix. The big daddiest of all the mechs that's ever been. Mecha Godzilla. Big O. Big O. Oh, wow. The 90s called. <laughs> Forgot about that show. Jeez. No, we're going Gurren Logon. Shocker. Uh, huh? <laughs> Shocker. Shocker, yes. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah. Uh, Gurren Logon, it can do everything. Literally, it's kind of ironic that I'm picking this as my last pick when I pick the Green Lantern ring as my first pick because it's kind of coming full circle. You got a ring that can do whatever your imagination can conceive, and you got a robot that can do whatever your imagination can conceive. It's literally the Green Lantern of anime. Gurren Lagann is a, a mech fueled by absolute sheer, unbridled, raw willpower. And when you find, when you really get moving with it, it can quite literally do whatever your imagination, whatever you can conceive. Like, there's very little, very little it can't do if you have enough willpower to do it. So yeah, gotta, gotta round out my list. With a an absolute one hundred percent personal pick, gotta go Gurren Lagann. At, at absolutely no surprise to anyone. <laughs> Gurren Lagann off the board. Yeah. I think uh, Sinestro was very disappointed with that one as well. I knew. <laughs> I think that was, was like, never on the board. <laughs> <laughs> he had that as his first pick. <laughs> I, I will not be able to sleep tonight. I hope not. You can borrow my proton pads. Just, just cursing Doom's name all night long. Just like that motherfucker. He took my pick. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew you would be pretty, uh, pretty uh, razzled by this. This, this wounds me even more than when Nemesis picked the Dark Knight right before me in the comic book movie draft. <laughs> Damn, that was. I didn't know it was gonna get to you that deep. Bullseye. Bullseye. We're on to you for your fifth and final pick in the draft. All right, so I said I had a secret pick before all this happened, and I'm still going to do it. It was no matter what, it was my last pick, and it will either make or break my draft. Some people are going to like it. Some people are going to be like, what the fuck? And honestly, it really depends. I know the exact picture I want to use for it. All right, this weapon, this sword was so strong. It could not even be in its world originally. They had to bring this sword in later to stop the bad guy. This sword was so strong, it was able to save the world of Warcraft. Ooh. 
And I am talking about the Sword of a Thousand Truths from South Park. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I was thinking about iconic weapons. And I was like, dude, what was what that? Was, was the best South Park episode, man. That's a good pick. And the picture, the picture uh, I want for the post uh, is I want Randy holding a flash drive. It's like I can feel the power. Oh. <laughs> man, I was I was giggling about that for like the last three days, man. I was like, that is the best weapon. I love it. And I knew no one was gonna have it. That is my final pick. I don't care about my other picks. That's the only one that matters. That's awesome. That's how I feel about Grand Logon. We should just all our last picks should just be something that's just for us. Go on, guys. All my picks have been just for me. <laughs> this guy gets it. All right, Sinestro, we're on to you for your final pick. You're going to need a minute. And actually, Black Manta, if all your picks have been for you, you should probably get serious this round. <laughs> I can't get over Bullseye's pick. It was just so great. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Wait, what are you doing over there to try and get over it? The World of Warcraft episode of South Park is absolutely the best episode of South Park that has ever aired. That's not hyperbole. I'm not exaggerating. That is your number one South Park episode ever. And Randy, with the Sword of a Thousand Truths, is just nothing but wins all across the board. As I said, man, it either makes my draft or, or ends my draft. But I got, I gotta have the picture of Randy. I gotta. It's that's that cracks me up every time I see. It. I'm actually gonna watch it tonight. I'm gonna go back and watch it tonight. I'm, so, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm surprised you don't want to use the picture of the character trying and failing to can the weapon in the game. <laughs> so, so how, how does one player give a weapon to another another player? Open up your items box. <laughs> All right. Okay. Whew. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I can do this. All right. I'm I'm torn because one of these weapons is easily more iconic than the other, but the other means more to me personally, and I know it's only going to be iconic to a niche group of our fan base. The first weapon is absolutely the one that would get more votes. I, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't pick it to get the votes, but it would objectively get more votes. And honestly, I'm a little torn, but I've been inspired. I mean, if Doom could just throw away a vote like Gurren Lagann, <laughs> <laughs> and Bullseye can throw in the Sword of a Thousand Truths from South Park, how dare you? <laughs> how, how can I not? How can I? Not, how can I not vote from the heart? I'll, I'll name drop my other pick later on when we're all done but for my fifth and final pick I, I like I said I gotta go to the heart I gotta go to one of my first true loves and that's Warhammer 40k and one of the most iconic weapons in Warhammer 40k is the chainsword it's a fucking chainsaw sword like like the forty thousand, the forty thousand years in the future, one of the most iconic weapons. It's a fucking chainsaw sword. So yeah, I'm going with the chainsword from Warhammer Forty K. That sounds safe. It is absolutely anything but safe. <laughs> no, that sounds pretty safe. That sounds pretty tame compared to ours. 
I don't think you dug deep enough in your heart. It's a good pick. That's my heart right there. No, no, that's all that matters. All right. So we're on to me. And we said no to Megatron because of his sentience, correct? Which was not part of the official rules. We said non-biological. That's their biology, though. Their race is biology. If it's alive, it's it's not a weapon. So We didn't say that. So here's... I didn't think I had to. Here is what I'm going to throw out there for this pick. Because it was programmed as a weapon. There's a lot of them. There's one that's very iconic. Maybe from the greatest action movie of all time. I'm going to throw out the T-1000. It had one mission to go back in time and to kill John Connor by any means necessary. It didn't think too hard about it. It destroyed anything that got in its way. It uh, clearly wasn't making its own plans and uh, sentient. Now, it's is it alive? Eh, it's a robot. It's very clearly a robot, and it makes its own weapons. But it doesn't have a conscience, need- right? It doesn't have a conscience. Uh, it have- no, it had no conscience. It just it killed like, indiscriminately. It's a machine. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need to hear why the T1000 or whatever is a is a valid pick when Megatron was vetoed. I need to hear your difference. Thank you for being on. Oh, so, I mean, I will go ahead, Nemesis. Yeah. So Me- Megatron will sit there. Make your case. Megatron had goals. He had plans to take over the world. Right? They were his plans, his goals. The T one thousand was programmed by Skynet. It was created by Skynet with one goal: wipe out humans. And this one particular to go back and kill John Connor. It wasn't making its own plans. It was literally point and shoot with it. Where Megatron is a leader. And they do describe Autobots and Decepticons as their own race. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys I'm gonna let you guys you guys decide because you know me and 80s movies don't mix. So God, you hate everything. I like that movie, but I just don't know enough. I like to pick, I'm not gonna lie, I think it's outside the box. It's just a, I mean, it is literally a machine created by an AI program used to annihilate humanity. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Megatron, on the other hand, is a, like someone said, he's his own race of people. He's a leader. He commands. He gives commands. He gives orders. And people follow him. No one's following T-1000. T-1000's not going out there issuing orders. Hey, follow me to go kill humans. No, it is an offshoot of an AI program that went off the rails and decided to end humanity. So, this is where my contention... No, no. This is where my contention comes in here. Uh, the T-1000 had personality. The T-1000 made plans, made tactical plans, attempted subterfuge. Like that's what it was. This is not for. the qualities of this is not the qualities of a simple weapon. Oh, we didn't say simple weapon. Is, we said weapon. Uh, Iconic weapon. You know what? Yep. I'm, I'm using I'm using the word simple superfluous here. 
And but I mean, Mjolnir had my, a living my, my, god inside of it. If we're going with simple. Look, like I, like I said, I use the word simple superfluous here. I'm just saying the T-1000 was yep. able to make tactical plans and execute them. And I think that's... I don't think that is enough to count it as just... as just. I think it's so much more than just a weapon. For this, not to the degree of Megatron. I'll give that flat out. Megatron is a step above on the evolutionary chain. Yeah, like, he is. But... If, and I think we should all put our votes out there, but I honestly, I think the T one thousand would not count as just a weapon. I think it's some. I think it's something more than just a weapon. Anything that can make decisions for itself, I think, is a little bit more than a weapon. See, mm, see, I have another. I had a, I had an anime pick that was a fun pick, and it is a uh, it's a suit, but the suit. Can take over the body if the body's incapacitated until the body heals, but it's just a suit. But in a sense, makes decisions. But I don't know. I like the pick personally, so I'll be on. I mean, it probably gets it's probably gonna get voted down, mm-hmm. but I like the creativity of the pick. I'm not gonna lie, I like it. Uh, my opinion is, I kind of feel like it'd be a slap in the face to Doom if we don't allow his robot, but we allow yours. No, no, I completely understand. My robot's an absolute G. This one fucking melted. <laughs> wait, so wait, Doom, did you say that the T-1000 is allowed? I I think I can see. I mean, it's definitely not sentient in the way that Megatron is. It's not, you know, like, like we said already, it's not out there making its own plan. Yeah, it, it might have strategized. That might be in its programming, but it's not out here making, you know, plans I mean, and leading teams. The computer and, and war games strategize. That's what it was built for, strategy. I mean, you put that into an Android. I mean, it's all it is, a strategy. Like, what are you talking about? Computer program strategize. You can make a program that comes up with strategy. It's okay. It happens. Yeah. I, 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 it, Right, well, you know what? It it sounds like a three to two vote in favor of keeping uh, the T one thousand. So yeah, good job, Nemesis. All right, nice. fantastic. I will. Uh, uh, I want to throw out there what I was going to go with next to create a bigger argument, but we'll wait after. So I'll take <laughs> the T one thousand. The T one thousand with my uh, final pick, Manta. We're on to the final pick of the draft. What do you have? Okay, so I have two picks in my head that, again, I go back to the word iconic, and when you see these, and it's like, dang, that's it. I know what that is. Um, I think I'm going to go with the deadliest notebook in existence. I think I will go with the death note uh, just for... I mean, and talk about creativity, right? Talk about imagination. Like, yeah, the the lantern ring allows you to create whatever you want, but along like the death note allows you to kill whenever you want, as long as it's possible. You can plan, pre-plan, uh, weeks in advance. Like, it is a phenomenal weapon, a weapon that's actually scarier than most of the weapons we have here. Because realistically, if any normal person got this weapon who God knows what will happen, 
right? Like, normal people get our other weapons. The pirate can't wield it, cut themselves, kill themselves, whatever, whatever, right? Mm. Never know. Any old person starts writing out names, like, good gracious. Like, it's one of the scariest, deadliest, and iconic weapons in existence. Death Note, my final pick. I like it. I like that. Those going to be one of my honorable mentions. It's a good pick. I did not have that on my list. I didn't even think of it either, but yeah. I mean, I, anyone could wield that, and we're all fucked. It'd be a bad day for everybody. Mm. Hey, all right, Brawlers, that brings us to the end of our draft. We have gone five rounds. All the picks are in. You guys know what to do. You have to go on over to the Brawlcast and Comic Book Brawl page starting Tuesday to vote for which admin you think had the most iconic weapons drafted. Guys, before we get out of here, though, there's probably a good amount that could have gotten mentioned that didn't. And I had mentioned one I was going to throw out there for even more of an argument, and it was going to be... uh, Agent Smith from the original Matrix, pre-Neo, uh, breaking him out. From the first Matrix? Yep, from the first Matrix. Pre, Pre-Neo releasing him. Interesting. I was going to throw that out there. <laughs> just just to make more of an argument. <laughs> I would definitely be vetoing that one. Yeah, that one, I don't know if I can. Um... He's a computer program at that point. That's all he's trying I mean, he to do is, is exterminate the computer... humans. He... He's a, he is, oh. After, oh, after Neo yeah, awakens yeah. him and destroys him, he's compl- something completely different. Oh, damn, I don't know. <laughs> he, he, he's something more. I mean, that yeah, he's something more. Morpheus. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That scene with Morpheus where he's talking about how disgusted he is. That's, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He was a little, uh, so maybe I maybe would have switched it to maybe just an agent. I mean, then we got to ask ourselves, where do we draw the line between programming, AI, and... (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're all living in a simulation, so what's the difference? Statistically, (laughs) it's probably true. One of my fun picks I was going to pick was uh, Power Rangers Samurai Morpher. I think it's the coolest morpher because they write in the kanji as they morph. That's true. I like that one. I thought it was good. I like that. So, some of mine that some of mine that I ha- I gotta throw out there. Um, my last pick was picked between the, what I ended up picking, and the other was uh, the Blades of Chaos from God of War. That was on my list. I thought about I, it. I literally thought that was gonna be your pick um, when you started describing Wolverine's claws, just because you mentioned that there were two of them. Both of both of. I'm these. not gonna lie. Every. My last three picks, I was considering the Blades of Chaos, and then I decided against it. Another one of the weapons I had that I'm I'm really surprised nobody picked. Um, He-Man's Power Sword and the Sword of Omens from uh, Thundercats. Those are both both are on my list, but both are basic. Oh yeah. no, like they're just too, I, they're just too basic. I, I love the Sword of Omens though; it's just so cool. And I'm actually surprised no one picked Aquaman's Trident either. I didn't put it on my list. One, one, I just it just hit me. I forgot about it. Um, I would have put it on my list. It would have been one of my picks. I'm I'm disappointed in myself. The Green Rangers Dragon Dagger. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I the one that I was gonna go with that I didn't want to jump into different mediums or to the same medium because I already had a lightsaber. Death Star would have counted, and that's Damn. pretty iconic. That's true. That was literally at the top of what was left of my list. 
That one, and then I was surprised nobody went. Nobody went. Rick's portal gun. That was on my list. I, I, that was on my list. I thought about it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, he he kills people with that shit, so that would count. Yeah, he, he, he legit. He legit does. But I don't think I chose a gun at all. Um, the only projectile I really have is the uh, blue shell. But I also had Dirty Harry's 44 Magnum. But I didn't want to age myself too um too far. So. <laughs> I would have liked that one. <laughs> Oh, that's the noisy cricket. I had the noisy. I had that on my list. Um, actually, nobody picked a wand. I'm surprised nobody picked a wand from Harry Potter. I Uh, thought I don't care for Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend, the the elder, the elder wand. Oh, yeah. See, but the elder one didn't pop up to the last two movies, aka also the last book. So, like, it wasn't in most of it, so it didn't really matter. It wasn't that iconic because it only showed up at the end. Yeah, my girlfriend well, it wasn't. Uh, didn't uh, Dumbledore wasn't that his wand the entire time? They just didn't name drop it till the end. Yeah. Well, they didn't bring any of that up until the very end of the like that. The Horcruxes, none of that until the end. So it's kind of like it can't really be iconic. If you would have said maybe the Sword of Gryffindor, maybe, maybe, but because Gryffindor has been around the whole all the books and movies, maybe, but yeah, true. Well, oh my! Bleep- all time you have a Indiana Jones's whip. The whip. Yeah, that was still on my list. My Bleach fans would appreciate it. My Yamamoto Bankai, because it's just sickest Bankai in the show. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dangerous as fuck. Almost we more dangerous than the death row. Another one that uh, kind of jumps mediums that's been stolen a few times Zeus's Lightning Bolt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. What's up? Uh,. I think we might get flamed for not having Chaos Blaze or the Leviathan on here, though, from God of War. <laughs> yeah. We got the Buster Sword, so that's what matters. I, I agree. Oh, and then one, I my last one that, um, was my, this was between my last pick, actually, between the Death Note and a Pokeball, because I thought about the Pokeball. Cause yeah, Pokeball's oh, a pretty sad one. Yep. Would they be really considered weapons, though? They're more like just, they, they hold the living. You know, dog fights. Did you not see in the cartoon show the uh Pokeball giving bumps in the head? Like it gives it creates bumps <laughs> yeah. in the head. You it is a weapon. <laughs> like, yeah, when all those fails, you just whip it at someone. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it hit it's hit Pokemon in the head, it's hit people in the head and cause swelling. Like <laughs> probably concussions. Interesting interesting argument. <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, my the last two I'll mention that I'm surprised no one really picked, other than like you know the Iron Man and Blue Beetle stuff. Mm. Uh, Spider Man's web shooters, and uh-huh. I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised after Mjolnir got picked that nobody actually touched Stormbreaker. I thought about it. I really wanted to, but I was like, I love my boy Beta Ray Bill, but I don't think his. The the iconicness of it doesn't really match up nearly as much, except in, unless you consider the the movies. I was gonna say I had the MCU. Stormbreaker. <laughs> when I think Stormbreaker, I don't even think of Harry Bill anymore. I think of Infinity War and yep. Endgame. So you think of the fake, busted, lame Stormbreaker. I think of the one that tanked that a blast it? from the Infinity is, is Gauntlet it? and cut Thanos. Not the real badass one. Made in the heart of a store, uh, yeah. heart of a star. Yep. Yeah. Lame. Oh, and then also has uh, Susano 
I think would have been a good pick. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was pretty fine. cool. Is that necessarily a weapon, though? I consider it. I mean, I, I guess I can see why some people might consider it a technique, but I think because it manifests itself in a physical way, yeah, and it like move and everything, I would consider it a weapon. I would argue it's yeah. a weapon, personally. I, I, I could see. I could see the argument either way. That's not. I, I didn't even consider that. I'm so um, surprised Doom didn't pick Goku's power pole. It's on my list, but I was just like, ah, should I? Should I not? Like I said, I, I had a handful of different things. Uh, so for everything that hasn't been mentioned yet that was on my list, um, I, I have a decent amount. Um, so Bullseye, I got a bone to pick with you. I specifically didn't name this one. I mean, actually, I don't know if I uh, would have picked it, but I specifically stayed away from it, even thinking of using it as an option, because you're the Bleach guy. Why the heck did you not go for Zangetsu? You literally said before the podcast, I should know better than to go near Bleach. What happened? Yeah, I because one, I that's, not even the, that's not even the best. Yeah, Yamamoto's Bankai. Like, what are we talking two, about? In all fairness, Ichigo as a main character sucks ass. Like, he is the worst character in his own show. Like, the, the all the side characters in that show are so much above Ichigo oh, yeah. that, like, and it's sort of basic. It was on my list, but nah, fuck it. There's so many more. There's so many better bankais. Like there's so oh, yeah. many better. So many. No, not even oh, yeah. close. Not even no, top no. ten. Not even top ten. No, I I just used that one as an example. Um, because I was like, where 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 was uh, Bullseye's Bleach picks? Because before we even started recording, he was like, oh, Doom knows better than to go near Bleach. Yeah, I played you. Yeah, you apparently. <laughs> and you played um, yourself in front of the brawlers. Uh, and nobody picked anything from the Ninja Turtles. How come no one picked the Turtles? I had the nut, uh, Michelangelo's nunchucks, but the other ones were so they're so close to other people's weapons. I kind of stayed away from them. Yeah. Nah, I like my picks. I like my because like the turtle weapons are cool and everything, but I mean you put the Asai against the one true ring, right? That side could be Raphael's or it could be Electra's, right? Like it's a freaking right. Asai. Like like at the end of the day, that's facts. Um, I also had a few guns uh, that nobody mentioned. <clears throat> I had the uh, M41A pulse rifle from Aliens. Um, the Samaritan uh, Hell, Hellboy's gun. Uh, the ZF-1 from Fifth Element. If this is like a, a you know, uh, a 10 pick, pick, a 10 pick draft, maybe, but all those are like, I think everybody's other picks are more iconic than yeah, those. I don't think yeah. those, those guns don't really stick out to me as um, iconic personally. I mean, they're good it? picks, but so, say whatever you want. The fifth element gun, I support you, do 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I had the Auto 9 from Robocop. I was I was honestly more so like I, I was just trying to have a, a good variety of either iconic weapons that they themselves were iconic or weapons that were from very iconic movies um or were used by iconic characters. So I, I had stuff all over the board. I, I've got like I said, I had quite a few left over on my list. I did have the BFG on my list as well. Um <clears throat> and I think uh Bullseye mentioned the noisy cricket. I had that. Also, um, at the identity disc from Tron, nobody likes Tron. Okay. I like that personal <laughs> pick. I like that pick because 
Tron Legacy oh. is low key one of my favorite go to movies. I'm not gonna lie. Probably gonna watch it tonight now that I mention it. But um, yeah, I don't know if I would pick. I like. I don't know. I like that disc though. Yeah, like I said, I wasn't. All, not all my picks were meant to be iconic in themselves. A lot of them were meant to be from movies that were iconic, so they would be well known weapons from iconic movies, but maybe not overly iconic themselves. Um, I did have a couple more. Um, the Blazing Sword from Voltron. And yeah, good, I like that. That's classic. Yeah, super old school. And then I had Asher's Chainsaw Hand. You know, I like that one. I don't care if everyone's not making a big deal about it. That's cool. I thought it was pretty cool. I had the Chainsaw Gun from Gears of War. Yeah, shout out the Lancer. Oh, yeah, the Lancer. Yeah. And then I had, I don't know if anyone's ever seen um, anime Giver, the bio boosted suit Giver. Uh, yeah. uh, that's just, that's classic camp right there. That suit, though, I would consider I consider it a weapon, but it also like can take over a body and do its own thing. So I don't know; it's one of those gray area thingies. But I personally would consider it a weapon. I always saw it kind of the blue beetle. Wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't it have been kind of kind of biological because it's kind of like a host parasite type. Well, it's, I don't think it was alive. I think it, I think it's, it's more alive. of a blue beetle situation. I think it's, it's more like blue beetle. Yeah. Um. I, I give it more like Blue Beetle with better regenerative properties because my man had his brain ripped out and <laughs> came back. Oh, also the Keyblade. I had the Keyblade. Uh, I thought about the Keyblade. It's on my list towards the top of my list. Um, but it was between a Keyblade and a Buster Sword, and I just went with the Buster Sword. I didn't want to go back to the Keyblade, but the Keyblade was on my list though. Dude, I completely forget. How did I forget about the Keyblade? Jim I still think Bullseye should have. Uh... He should have just named a random object as an iconic weapon since he's bullseye. And yeah, like too a quick. playing card, pencil, maybe a peanut. <laughs> Anything's a weapon to him. I had toothpick on my list, yeah. <laughs> and then of course I fought, I wanted to I wanted to fight for mech so bad I didn't even pick a Gundam. But I had two on my list. I didn't even pick one though. There's just too many oh, better choices. Speaking of uh, picks that no one took, the Joker's uh, his bang gun or whatever. I took his crowbar. Mm. I would have. <laughs> if I was gonna take a Batman, <laughs> I was. I would have took Mister Freeze's gun over any of the Joker's thing. And the crowbar is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, brawlers. We are out of time for tonight. Thank you all again for joining us. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's draft. And again, Brawlers, you know what to do. Head on over to the Brawlcast page and to Comic Book Brawl on Tuesday to vote for the admin you think had the most iconic weapons. And listen, let us know, too. Did we forget any? Are there any weapons that we didn't mention? Let us know there, too. Don't forget yeah, to let us, let us know how wrong you are. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest updates, guys. You can always find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audible, and Comic Book Brawl on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. The Comic Book Brawlcast now on Facebook. You can also find Admin Bullseye at Magnastrife Gaming on YouTube or at twitch.tv backslash Magnastrife. That one has two eyes in it. 
Guys, we are out of here for tonight. Good night.